what is everybody getting on our butts about for? Like, relax. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Filtered the Podcast. My name is Benita. My name is Sharon. My name is Celine. My name is Rebecca. And my name's Hannah. On today's episode, we are going to continue our mental health series that we started last week. If you haven't listened to that episode, what are you doing? Go watch that episode or listen to it. And then come back and listen to this one where we talk about our journeys with mental health and how much we are mentally stable and not emotionally damaged. Emotionally (laughs) damaged. Yeah, so if you guys have your own journeys that you would like to share with us and or you want to be anonymous, you can go on to our Filtered the Podcast Instagram page and directly DM us or directly DM us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. I mean, you can. <laughs> Slide in the DMs. The link <laughs> and use our link um, to share your stories all right on to the podcast so let's just say all of us are um how do we say struggling about <laughs> no i wouldn't say that I'm i would thriving say, i would say we all go through it sometimes <laughs> sometimes we in our bag sometimes we need some help I feel like I feel like we all have our own like individual stories. Like we all go through different things. Like all of us are, don't have the same experiences regarding this topic, and I think it's just so vital that that's an important um, thing to highlight because I feel like everyone thinks that people go through the same like three things: like anxiety, depression, and what's the third thing? <laughs> Stress, trauma, trauma. Is stress a mental health thing? I don't even know. I could. It should be a mental health. I actually have a question. Do you guys um combine stress and anxiety together? No. I think stress can lead to anxiety. Yeah, I think stress is a like a trigger. Cause I like I I put them as totally separate things. Like I'm stressed about school. And I'm stressed about like, okay, like getting the worship team together because like figuring out who's singing, like that's what I'm stressed about. But I'm like, when it comes to anxiety, I feel like my anxiety comes from literally nothing. I'll just be sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so anxious. And I'm like, I'm- oh, wait, let's talk about that. Like, I'm, I'm curious because that's like not something that I experienced. So when you say you, it can just happen all of a sudden, like there's no trigger, like you could just just be watching tv and then yes i will be watching something or like i'll be sitting there and i'll be totally fine be like nothing really going on like it's summertime you know like i have nothing to worry about i do have to start studying though for my clinicals let's not talk about it but i have nothing to worry about but like i'll sit here and i'm like thinking about every wrong thing that i like that has gone wrong in my past like or like anything that can go wrong in the future and i just get so or sometimes i'm not even thinking about that i just like you know my heart just starts beating and i'm like i'm so anxious right now but i have no idea why literally it's so weird i i I agree with them because like my stress and my anxiety are so different 
Yeah. Like I thrive off stress, but I do not thrive off anxiety. And like, I get anxiety randomly too. This girl, we are so different. Why? What are you? I do not thrive off the stress. Yeah, I was about to say, I never thrive. What do you mean thrive off off stress? Like, I need stress to make me need to do something. Like, I need the stress. Like, stress productive to be productive like I need to be stressed about it although if I'm not stressed I won't do it I won't care about it I won't want to do it but I feel like the anxiety comes from like other triggers not from stress but I also understand where you were like stress and anxiety lead hand to hand does that make sense yeah, yeah, because when I experience anxiety, it's because of my stress. Like, if I leave something to last minute, like, how you feel productive with stress, I'm like, that gives me so much anxiety where I feel like I will fail everything in my entire life. And then it will lead me to, like, not wanting to do anything. So for you, stress and anxiety go hand in hand. Yes. Like, when you're stressed, you're going to get anxious? Yes. That's me, too. Yeah, I get that, too. Like, I... I understand that because it makes like that makes sense. But like there's times where I'm like, I'm not even stressed out right now. But I understand about what you're like when you shut down because I'm the same way. Like if I'm too stressed or if I'm getting so anxious, I will shut down. Even if I'm having a conversation with someone like you can physically see me just like clock out. That also happens to me when I'm in like social settings and I don't know how to like be around people and I feel very like but that also I also think of that as a stress though like I don't think of it as like oh I'm in a social setting this is causing me anxiety I think of it as this social setting is a stressor and it's giving me anxiety oh okay I guess I understand that because when I think of stress I just think of like workloads and like like a lot of baggage and like you have to like like do a b and c you know yeah, I feel like stress is defined differently for everybody depending yeah. on how you think about it and how you view it. So, yeah, it's different. That's true. When I'm in social settings, forget about it. I will fake a phone call. I will do anything I have to do <laughs> to <laughs> get out. <laughs> I will do anything I have to Mom, do to get out of the situation. Mom, please call me so I can leave. Guys, that was so bad. Can I just say a story, a quick story really quick? Okay, yeah. You- okay, so this happened a long time ago, guys. So basically, I was somewhere where I didn't want to be. So I texted my mom, mom, call me and tell me you want me to come home. So she calls me and my volume was on the highest setting. And she goes, what do you mean? Call me and tell me you want to come home. So and the person was right next to me and a little bit. I wanted to die. And I was like, okay, yeah okay i ended the call she called me back she's like what do you mean <laughs> i don't get it and i was like okay i'm coming home right now so, <laughs> so embarrassing that's how bad my social anxiety is it used to be fine but covid oh my god i feel like mine was before covid i think you got really like you got better with your social anxiety back yeah, you're you're a part of hospitality team for crying out loud. You welcome people. I think college and like my job that I have really helped me out. But like even now, like sometimes I like I like zone out or like sometimes I'm like I have to go home. But beforehand, like my dad used to like give me an index. My dad once gave me an index card yes. and was like, I want you to write down facts about people that you meet and bring it back to me at the end of the event. Because like I just wouldn't talk to anybody. 
or like I'll just be like mom can we go home or like I'll go to the bathroom or like I'll literally just walk around with my sister because like I have no I don't know what to do or like so funny yeah like or I'll fake a phone call if someone's talking to me and I don't know how to get out of the situation I will fake a phone call like Hannah like that I would never want to happen so that's why I faked the phone call (laughs) so one time I walked into a store because we were going on vacation and it was a swimming store swimming suit store what are those things called swimsuit stores like a, a bikini store. Bikini store. I went to a big I went to a bikini store and I went there and we just walked in and I looked at the price and I was like, it was like a boutique. And I looked at the price and I was like, whoa. Yeah, right. I can barely afford $20 bathing suit, you know? And this was like a hundred dollars. So I was like, oh my gosh. But that was like, bro, we she can't know that we left because it's a small store. Okay, it's the size of my room. So they, they're if we if we walked in and walked out two seconds later, they're definitely gonna be like, yeah, they can't afford it, and I'm gonna be like, nah, 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 <laughs> I can't do that. So I was like walking around, and then all of a sudden, like Che was like, let's just go, and I was like, no, we have to like say, like we have to act like we're shopping, and then I faked a phone call, and I was like, oh, you guys are at Macy's okay, we're going to come to you. And, I, and they were like looking at us and I was like just acting like trying to find an excuse to leave for like an actual reason. You should have said, oh, these prices are too cheap for me. And then you walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Do you guys think COVID affected you in a worse way mentally? Um, COVID definitely affected me negatively I used to have also maybe because I was in high school and then like I went to a college that like was all online I didn't make any friends but yeah social skills down the drain not there non-existent no I feel like you've gotten better within I feel like you've gotten better in the last few months like definitely I'm forcing myself to go out I think COVID it was different for me actually because COVID was actually helpful for my mental state because during that time I was in um, PA school right so that hard stop made me like catch a breath um, because I had to like I got we we didn't get to go on our rotations anymore so I was basically chilling for what when did we stop March April May and then beginning of June, we went back. So for three months, I got a summer vacation that I didn't get since like 2018. So, so this helped you, huh? That helped me. Oh my gosh, it was the best time of my life. I was thriving. What about you guys? What was your guys' experience with COVID? I mean, I was working during COVID. So guys, this is our first responder. Everybody, please give us shout how was all of that because was that your first job it was my first full-time job yeah oh, um was that? so like literally the day that we shut down I started so I I worked in the office for a week and then the, my second week working I went to the COVID tents so all of COVID I was in the COVID tents so I don't really I mean I met a lot of new people during that time so I can't really say my social skills were weakened because I had to interact with everybody I was around 
but I definitely did have anxiety because I would sit in the COVID tent and I'd be like, I cannot breathe. I don't know if it's COVID or if it's my anxiety. And I would literally have the NPs in my tent be like, listen to my chest and tell me if I'm dying from COVID or anxiety. And they would be like, you're fine. It's just anxiety. Wait, were you, anxi- were you anxious about being in the COVID tent or were you anxious in general? A little bit about that. I was also, I think, I think that was a time that my Amuji was sick as well. And so everybody was like going to see her. And I was like, I refuse. I work in a COVID tent. God forbid I have anything. I'm not bringing it to her. So like I had anxiety about like giving it to the people around me, like being around these people who might have it and are like acting like they don't. And like, it was just, it was a lot, but I, I don't know if my anxiety like fully stemmed from that or like, I don't know what else it could have been, but it would come on. And then the, I would have the NPs listen to my chest. And then one time he was like, um, this doesn't sound right. You need to go inside and get an EKG. And I was like, um, I'm fully not okay. <laughs> and so my anxiety just got worse after that, but it's fine. Everything's good now. <laughs> Look at you thriving now. Thriving. How do you guys deal with your stress and anxiety and depression and OCD and whatever everybody else has? You schedule breakdowns. <laughs> Sleep. You schedule crying times in Wait, do you deal with, I actually don't know this. Do you like deal with like, like anxiety, anxiety, or it, or do you deal with like the stress, how you said it? Cause you said you don't know what I was talking about. No, I, I don't deal with anxiety by God's grace. He like, I don't deal with like, what like, cause I know how you described it and like how you, you used to get panic attacks and um, it would just get so bad. Like you wouldn't be able to breathe and you don't know what to do. Yeah. And like, you need, like, you don't, you know, like you don't know where you are and you just feel like the world is on, like on your shoulder, yeah. like, you know, like your chest, everything is closing in. I've never to this day had that experience, but remember how Justine mama in our last podcast, if you want to go and listen to that, um, she was saying like anxiety and even like any like mental health, um, like, you know, illness, it's like a scale, right? Like a person can experience like on one end and like, like, can it be like just very minimum? And then on the other hand, it could be just like the worst, like 10 out of 10, like, you know, it's like the worst thing possible. Right. So I feel like my like my like issue with anxiety is like on the like on the one and two side of that scale like I only experience I only get anxious when I am either like really sleep deprived like I only I only experienced that much in anxiousness and anxiety when I was in PA school and I haven't felt like that since then or before then. And that was because there was just so much things happening in my life at that moment. And like, I felt like I just couldn't like take two seconds to do what I usually do when I get overwhelmed, which is when I usually get overwhelmed, I just have to like, like, take a hard stop and just reevaluate, like, just think to myself and just be like, Sharon, like, you're fine. Like, you need to get it together, sweetie. (laughs) And um and just move past it but I could not do that during that time in PA school just because there was no 
time to do that. Like when, when Benito was like, or somebody said scheduled mental breakdowns, that is exactly what I had to do because like I had to schedule like five minute crying sessions and just be like, I don't have time to cry anymore. I need to study. I have an exam tomorrow. Like I cannot be crying, wasting my time to cry. So like, that's what I used to do. But before then, like I used to just, if anytime I felt anxiousness, I would just be like, why am I feeling like this? And then try to just be like, oh, it's because of this. That is so good for you. Talk to myself about it. That's amazing. I don't know. I don't know how I learned to do that, honestly. I just, like, when I was younger, I would just see other people going through it. And I just made a mental note to myself not to ever get to that stage where I, like, where where I where I had these issues and had to like I don't know how to I don't know how to explain it I just I just saw a lot of people going through and I just I just always wanted to protect my mind and because I knew like that's like something that I really needed to do and I just kind of always done that since then do you guys think that like you were saying that you were really stressed with school and sometimes work right do you guys think that it's literally an American thing? Because have you guys ever watched Emily in Paris? Yes. Literally, the people in different countries, they make fun of us because we, like, live to work. And, like, I feel like everywhere else, they, like, work to live. And I feel like it's, I don't know if it's our country or, like, how we were raised. Like, we have so much pressure on ourselves and we, I don't want to say cause all this stress on ourselves, but like we react to it differently than other people would. But I also feel like other countries have other issues. Like, I feel like anxiety and like depression is a main factor in this country. But in like those countries, I feel like it's more... um like drug abuse like they they like you know like different things different things pop up in that those countries because people think like oh they're working to live okay what are they really living like and then they're like oh am I happy mm-hmm. like they try to make do so many things to try to just make themselves happy and they're like wait nothing is sustaining this like for yeah. me I also think like the like because America is an immigrant country, like everybody that comes to this country is coming here to mm. succeed. Yeah. And so that's why we have this like live to work mindset because everybody that's coming here is trying to get that better life. And to get that better life, you have to work. No, I agree because um, like we have this culture in America where like even in schools, it's like so competitive. You want to be the valedictorian or the salutatorian or like, like, that's what you strive to get the highest grades. And if you don't have the highest grades and you're not good enough, it doesn't matter how creative you are or whatever other talents you have, if your grades are not there, like that's what I hate when people are rated based on their grades because like people can't take tests. Tests are like, mm-hmm. like you know how people freak out for tests. Like you can't yeah. just put somebody in a bubble because of, you know. You if you don't get an A, you're not good enough. Like, yeah, it's so stupid. And so that, like, I feel like puts so much pressure and so much stress on like everybody's mindset of like to be the greatest, to get the highest position, get the best promotion, get the best next job. I feel like that's also like what you were saying comes from living in an immigrant household. Like, you think like my parents didn't just come here 
just for me to flunk this class yeah. but like we put so much pressure on it oh my god when I fail a class when I fail a test like I, it, it feels like the end of the world to me I'm like I I, Bro, really... I remember in high school it was literally like trigonometry <laughs> and I was in the middle of an exam I'm not even kidding you I had a full-on panic attack because I everybody was done with the exam they were leaving I was almost done with the exam and I knew I knew the answers I knew I could get a good grade but because I didn't have enough time I started freaking out full-on panic attack crying could not breathe fully hyperventilating my teacher literally was like okay come on you're gonna sit with me in my office finish your exam you will be fine in so high school in high school I was probably like ninth grade oh no oh I'm sitting there taking my test go to Spanish class still hyperventilating I have not finished my panic attack at this point I walk into Spanish class fully still having my panic attack I was like I'll be back I just need to get myself together and so I go to the bathroom, finish my panic attack for another 15, 20 minutes, and then go back to class like nothing happened. You know where this all started? Those min- those math minute tests. Why do I need to do 60 questions in 60 seconds? <laughs> for real. I honestly think like when people like talk about high school, like, yes, it matters very much, but it's like everything is treated like life or death and i'm like like you're only like even like your one grade in high school is not going to like like make you not get into college you think so deep into everything and you're like oh my god like i have to get the good grades i have to like even now like honestly i'm gonna be honest with you my sat scores and my act scores me and hannah had took them together barely studied and look at me now we're fine you know like it's like yeah obviously you have to do like somewhat okay like you have to like obviously you want to get like a somewhat okay grade but you don't it's not it's not like life or death and I feel like you put so much pressure on yourselves during but back during that time it's also when you're deciding what you want to do with the next another issue but that's another issue where I know you're acting like like people are like oh like oh my god I have to know what I have to do right now but like literally 16, so 15, much pressure to achieve what you want to do at 17 years old. And I'm not gonna like, lie, ugh. that's probably where a lot of my anxiety came from. Like Honestly, that start too. is just that's like well, I mean, it started before that, but like like that's like what increased it, like because it is so much pressure. Like even now, I fully graduated and I still am like, what am I doing with my life? It's something that I constantly freak out about because like your mindset is like the next steps for working. Like, you, like even everybody that comes up to me, it's like, oh, when are you going to work? When are you going to start a job? Why didn't you find a job yet? Like, that's like what everybody comes and tells you. So like when you have people coming to tell you that, that's what your mindset is at. And that's like what freaks you out more. And then when oh, you get to start working, everybody's like, oh, this is what it was all about. <laughs> not that great so what is everybody getting on our butts about for? you know what like, it is relax. also it's like everyone feels mm, I don't know if you guys can help us out but everyone feels entitled to know what's going on in your life 24 7 and I feel like you like Especially personally I'm not gonna community. speak for ev- yes I'm not gonna speak for everybody but personally like I feel obligated sometimes to like know the answer to the question or like give them the information but honestly like if you genuinely think about it like 
no one like even when people are like oh, what are you gonna do with like like what like seriously like those questions sometimes I'm like they're so unnecessary to be asked because I'm like only like, person that you need to figure it out with is like yourself and like your parents maybe or like with God but like why like can I just say like people have asked me those questions right and you can just say like oh what's the next thing you I'm like, oh, I, you know, I have a couple of things planned out and then we'll see how it goes. And like, and just leave it at that. Like, and then just Girl, walk away. You know me, my, I, I'm very, I will start sweating. I, I will, will start shut rambling. down. I will say my answer, go to the bathroom and cry. Cause I'm like, was that the right, right answer? Are they going to like hold me to that? Like, it's like many things just run through my brain because of it. I just feel so- I feel like I've learned not to care. I just, I've taught myself not to care what other people think of me. Honestly, that's how I'm living right now. Because my anxiety was, because I still, for for the first couple years of college, like I didn't really know what I was doing. But once I started figuring out, like everybody was asking me these questions left, right, and center. But I was like, I need to not care about what these people are saying to me and not care so much about my response and not having a response and not having my life together. Like, how am I supposed to figure this out? I'm literally 20 years old. These people can like, I don't need to have an answer right now. Oh away. my gosh, you're only 20 years Stop old. Stop it right now. I believe that. You're so believe it. young. Exactly. Honey. And you expect me hey. to have my life together, right? No. You're, so, you're a baby. Wrong. I don't have it together. Okay. <laughs> And that is okay. And that is okay. I feel like we also need to, now that we have that mindset of like, hey, why are these people asking me these questions? We also need to be in the mindset of like, hey, let me not be the person asking those questions too. Because I don't want to be the person inducing stress on somebody It's like else. You're so, you grow up in the community so much where it's like these questions seem so yeah, normal. Like so you're just like, oh, these are the questions that you have to ask because, you know, small talk. But it's like, you can talk about <laughs> anything. What's your favorite show? Oh my god, I feel I I did that today. I asked someone where they were going to college and I don't think they had an answer, but they responded in a way that made it seem like they didn't they couldn't hear me. So I asked it again, but they just didn't know. No. I felt so bad. And then I walked away. See, this is why I don't go out, guys. This is why I don't go out. What else do you guys do to help you relieve your stress? I, I feel like we way went way off oh, yeah. that question. <laughs> we should like go back. Let's land back on that question. What else do you guys do to help relieve your stress? Relieve stress? Or like, do you have any um, techniques that you use, like breathing, journaling? therapy listening to specific types of music I don't know but I actually go to therapy um I started that in August of 2020 um wait you started August 2020 yeah no you didn't yes I did I started before you then no you started after me that was only 2020 yeah Gosh, it's been a long few years. So clearly me and my sister go to therapy because we have a lot of issues. <laughs> um, but I think that's actually helped because um, it was just an outlet where you can just talk and nobody judges you. And if you do have a therapist that judges you, find a new one because they're not supposed to judge you. Um, but <laughs> I'm just saying. But they, uh, I think that really helped because she would give like techniques on like ways to relieve 
like the different things that I was going through or the different issues that I had to deal with. And it was just like also a place where I need sometimes to like spit out what I have to say, like not, what is it called? Not spit out, like this rant. Yeah, I need to rant because I'm a talker and I need to talk down my thoughts. Like that's why I talk to myself a lot because it helps me process and like just helps me like process and stuff. So like, I think um, another thing she was like, another thing that I learned was like count uh, the five senses. And so like that helps you calm down and think about something else than what happened, what's happening in your situation. Has anybody heard of that? The five senses? No. Can you expand please? So it's like you have five senses, sight, um, smell, um, taste, hearing, and touch. So it's like five things you can hear, um, four things that you can um, feel, um, three things that you can smell, two things that you can taste, and one thing that you can see. Or like it can switch it up, but it's like basically distracting your brain from Mm -hmm. what's happening in your current situation and you're thinking about those five yeah, you're thinking of those five things instead of yeah. actually thinking about what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, for me personally, um, as you all know, I also go to therapy as well. Um, I started also in 2020, I think, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I started in 2020 as well um, for anxiety and my social anxiety as well. And there was like a bunch of things going on in my life. And it was, I thought therapy would be um, nice for me. And I actually talked to my mom about it, which I know is very hard for some people to uh, open up to her mom but I got lucky to um have a mom that was like opened about it in our household so she was able to find me a Christian therapist and honestly it's really helped a lot and for me how I deal with my anxiety um sometimes honestly I just like I'll be anxious and I know this is a horrible thing to do but I'm like oh god I'm so anxious you know what I'm going to therapy this week I'll talk about it then and I'll be like okay it's like that's how kind of I like ease myself which is also not the greatest but like um in the beginning that's like kind of how I got through it knowing that I was able to like let it all out like in a few days but um me my therapist like has tried the breathing stuff with me but for me it doesn't like it doesn't work as well because like I know it's like for some people and for you probably Jay like it helps you but for me like it, I can't I can't like calm myself down when I'm anxious because I completely like shut down um like I can't like think I won't be able to think of the five things like I just like be, I just like completely like like nothing in my in my brain is working anymore really so what really helps me is like writing like that's what I've learned like because sometimes when I'm like um writing like it's what I've learned is when I'm writing it's sometimes I don't even know what what it is I'm I'm thinking in my own brain so a lot writing allows me to like to get what you're thinking out on yes yes because I don't even know what I'm thinking sometimes because like how I was telling you like I get anxious at the most random times and sometimes I don't know what it's caused. So when I'm writing, like I kind of can like look back at it and be like, okay, maybe this is why I was anxious because I have like new things that I'm seeing on a paper. Um, also like what Sharon Prasad was saying before and how she kind of like learned it on her own. Amazing to you. You should have taught me this much earlier. But I do like sometimes I'll if I'm getting anxious, I'll be like, and I, and I know what's causing it. I will talk myself through it in the aspect of being like, okay, well, why does it matter? Because I um, tend to like overthink sometimes and like 
care too much about what people say and my ter- my therapist has taught me like does their opinion really matter to you like is it really going to affect you in the long run are you really not going to get the job you want because someone said this one thing to you are you really not gonna you know accomplish anything in your life because one person was like why do you look like that like you know what I'm saying so I like I've like learned to talk myself through that way where it's like okay what did this person say why am I hurt by it and am I not gonna be able to drive my car to the store because they said this to me like you know like I just like walk myself through it in a way that I'm like you you need to calm down like you're like overthinking it like it doesn't have to be that serious so I think that really helps me. Anyone else? Yeah. No. I think those are all like great ways to like come back. And especially because again, we said that people have varying um, ways of experiencing things. And I feel like for me personally, like people, I remember like at church retreats, people used to give examples about how they experience anxieties and they would be like journaling and doing this, doing that. And I'm like, and I tried that and I promise you, I felt like journaling just gave me more anxiety because I'm like, is this grammatically correct? (laughs) (laughs) Spelling this word wrong. I'm so dumb. I felt like it wasn't, it wasn't like for me. So that's why I was like, I need to just talk to myself and rationalize. And sometimes you can even like dance it out. I'm just saying like, just. Oh, my God. Do you dance it it out out. for real? I do. I don't do. It's so funny. Like people like I'm more reserved in public, but like, but I get my energy out when I'm by myself. Like ask my sister, like I like yell. Like I just randomly yell. during the day sometimes and then I just like randomly dance and that's it and then I'm back to a normal person oh my god like like Meredith Grey and Christina I think that's where I got it from honestly no way watched that show when I was wow that show has so many levels (laughs) we got our second Grey's Anatomy um, reference reference i just want to say like guys isn't it weird like we actually didn't really talk about our own mental health with each other until like recently not recently recently but like you know no I think we did it in different ways because remember when we used to go to like each other's houses and then we would just sit down and go in a circle and be like what did you guys use what do you guys think and like we talked about we different would literally topics. go through each person and be like what's going on in your life? what's going on in your life but I'm saying like that's we weren't asking what's your mental health that triggered but- a memory that I totally forgot what we've done in my in my tv room area yes 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 no but i think we did it in varying ways and i feel like we just adapt i think we got better at it we We used to not tell each other like okay yeah you keep some things to yourself but there were some points where some of us would go mia or sometimes like that and like i feel like we're better at checking up on each other I think I used to do that. I think I got better at like sharing what I'm experiencing and thinking. So what would you what would you say to your younger self for all of our younger listeners out there? Like, what would you tell them um, if you could tell them something? I would say um, go to therapy earlier. I'm just kidding. Um, I would say, I don't know, talk, talk to people more about it or Mm -hmm. like be a little bit more honest because I feel like sometimes, especially when I shut off, 
I act, I, I try to still stay positive, like not stay positive. But I still try to act like I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, guys. Yeah. Let's go out to eat. But like, I'm dying inside. So I feel like being a little more honest, being like, Hey guys, like really like right now, like my brain is all over the place and I need some help. So I think, yeah, I think people just need to realize like you're not in this life alone. Like the people around you want to see you succeed and want for you to live your best life and if you're thinking oh I'm I'm only burdening these people with talking about what's going on in my life it's not going to help anybody it's only going to make you feel worse so if you just take that step to open up about what's going on in your life with the people around you with the people that love you it will only be beneficial for you and for your relationship with those people so you just need to be open-minded and think like, hey, these people are in my life for a reason. I need to be open with them and talk to them vulnerably. I think that's a really good one. Yeah, I would like to add to that, like, I, I personally, I would put on a front every single day and everybody thought I would always be fine. Like nobody actually really knew who I was or who I am. And I would put on this facade and so like, like be you like that sounds so cliche but like even if you're like sad or whatever don't hide it don't suck don't suck that emotions like back in like don't push it down because you need to actually face what you're dealing with because it'll come back and like become worse and build up into something like far greater in a bad way not far greater this this thing of like (laughs) this thing of like being a tough person will only get you further and like no it will not yeah Yeah. only deteriorate how you feel and how you yeah discuss your emotions so being who you are like genuinely and like what's the word I'm looking for authentically being yourself is going to benefit you in the long run so being sad around people and wanting to cry is not a bad thing like be vulnerable be authentic that is going to bring you further in life than you acting like everything is great and you yeah. are such a tough super woman like no be no, you. for real I think the best advice that I've ever gotten is really short advice because like this is what I always play in my head it's like feel every emotion that you have um if you're sad be sad like if you're happy be happy like don't let anyone be like oh you're too happy right now or like you're too sad right now like if you're if you're angry be angry because otherwise if you try to hold in that anger it's gonna come out to someone else or in another situation and it's just going to like just be a terrible situation for everybody so if you're angry be angry if you're sad be sad just let yourself feel every emotion that you're going through otherwise it's just not going to end well for anyone and you're just going to be holding and bottling that up in I feel like my one advice would be like don't take yourself too seriously I feel like people nowadays think that they have to be put together 24 7 and like the and I'm talking specifically to the like the younger people like in like teenagers like come on be 15, be 16. Don't think you have to like be all proper and like, you know, feel like you give yourself the ick. Do you? Because you can only be young once. So just just do it. Who the freak cares? And if someone cares, then they're not supposed to be in your life. Sorry. Oh, you guys see like this that. now. 
I I did I was be me. I, I missed be- that stage of your life. And you guys always bring it up. We miss it. We yes, love it because we miss that. We Hannah. loved you. I wanted that braid self. on my head, Hannah. I wanted to be you. Guys, I wanted my that forehead braid. was just so large. I had to cover it with the headband. Okay, Stop. that's Stop. why I wore it. Don't make me giggle. Okay, mm-hmm. well. Thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at filter the podcast. We're on all streaming platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We do have a link in our bio from last week's mental health episode with resources to therapists and other resources that you might find helpful um, in your mental health journey. If you want to share again uh, and be vulnerable with us, we are happy to hear from you. We do have an anonymous anonymous Google form that you can fill out or you can just send us a DM. We're, ha- we're, happy, we're happy to listen to you. Slide into our DMs, guys. <laughs> Go down in the DM. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Pops. Jesus loves you. God bless. And we love you. We love you, besties. Good bye.